Catch new episodes of Dial the Gate weekends at youtube.com slash dial the gate. And for the latest schedule, visit dialthegate.com. Welcome, everyone, to episode number 26. My name is David Reed. You're watching Dial the Gate, and it is Stargate Trivia 2. This time, we are taking things, dialing it up to 11. I've got two moderators standing by. One is in my chat uh, with, with you guys, and also we've got, I believe, Tracy in there as well, and Jeremy in there as well. And then Summer is going to be in our ear giving us uh, trivia from you in the chat. And in the meantime, Ian, moderator Ian, and Darren Sumner, uh, founder of GateWorld, is going to, they are going to be with me in a panel in just a moment here. And we're going, we have prepared, each of us have prepared eight trivia questions for each other. We're going to rotate and see who can get the most points. And then at the end of it, the fans submitting trivia questions in the YouTube live stream, they will be the ones who will decide who is going to be the reigning champion of Trivia 2. Darren currently holds the title, but we're going to see uh, where that goes from here. So before I get started uh, bringing them in, if I can get my documents ready to go here. If you like Stargate... And you want to see more content like this on YouTube, it would mean a great deal if you click the like button. It really makes a difference with YouTube's algorithm and will definitely help the show grow its audience. Please also consider sharing this video with a Stargate friend. And if you want to get notified about future episodes, click the subscribe icon. And giving the bell icon a click will notify you the moment a new video drops. And you'll get my notifications of any last-minute guest changes. This is key if you plan on watching live. Clips from this live stream will be released over the course of the next several days, both the GateWorld.net and Dial the Gate YouTube channels. That's all I have for you here. We're going to go in and bring in our uh, contestants. All right. Ian, moderator, welcome. Welcome to the show. Can't hear you. Oh, is... Did you mute yourself? Yes. yes. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Welcome, everybody. And Glad to be here. Very excited. Darren Sumner, GateWorld founder, managing editor, all-time guru. I'm ready. I'm ready. Hey. Ian and I just met backstage, and I'm all ready to take him down. <laughs> oh, oh, it's going that way. <laughs> it's, it's on. Uh, this ain't no Christmas party. It's on. Darren, do you think you're going to maintain your title this episode? No, I do not. <laughs> oh. Okay. Stroke of confidence. Jeez. Uh, Ian, how long have you been a fan of the, sh of the, sh I was about to say the show, not dial the gate. How long have you been a fan of the franchise? I've been a fan of dial the gate since the very beginning. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I, I did see a little bit of the show when it was on, but I didn't have sci-fi growing up. So it was, uh, in college when Hulu became a thing, uh, they had the entire series on there. It was around 2009 and I binged the entire show and, uh, it was before binging was a thing and I was seeing somebody at the time and she thought I was like totally done with her because I was so focused on the show and sort of ignoring her. But uh, 
wasn't the case, but the show was amazing. Uh, binged all of it and then caught up in time to see SGU, SGU live. So that's legit. All right. Which franchise, which franchise, which um, uh, series is your favorite? SG one holds a special place in my heart. Uh, so by like nostalgia reasons that goes first, but from like a sort of like artistic standpoint, SGU it's a, it's a fantastic show. Yeah. Took me a while to get used to it, um, yeah. but uh, I have to say the exact the exact same thing. SG One holds a special place in my heart. I love the characters in Atlantis, but I just love the storytelling in SGU. It's 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 modern. So if yep. if you know it was done today, we would be perfectly not perfectly, um, but much more uh, acceptable of it. So, Darren, I think we've we've discussed all of that before. You're you're um, uh, you. I, you know, I, I honestly don't know which is your favorite off the top of my head. SG-1 is still my show. Yeah. I love all three. Um, like I love all three of my children. SG-1 is still my show. I think you and I have talked so much over the years about, about how much I love Stargate's mythology. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it just layers each episode, each season, it builds on its mythology. And SG-1 in 10 years just has so much mythology to it. Uh, that. True. Yeah, um, I mean, SGU did its own sort of world building, but we only got 40% of that story. So we don't we don't really know what the SGU mythology was meant to pay off. That's a fair point, indeed. Let's get on to trivia. <laughs> and in order to do that, we have someone... Summer, are you there? Hello, David. I am here. <laughs> <laughs> the omniscient... It's a omnipresent. neat trick. I know! That? I know. Is that an ancient... <laughs> I can hear her in my office. <clears throat> give us like, give <throat> us an ancient proverb, Summer. Um uh if you immediately know the candlelight is fire, then <laughs> oh shoot. Um it, yeah. something was lit oh, along oh, it was oh, oh the meal was cooked a long time ago. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Oh shoot, right. our our dollar store ancient. all right trivia time folks so uh based on uh what i sent out let me see here it's darren david ian darren ian david darren david ian darren ian david so all right so darren i got my questions question you're just gonna have to tell me when it's my turn it's okay so this first question is going to me Okay, Mr. Reed, we're going to start you out with an easy question. Okay. Uh, this comes from a television show, Stargate SG-1. I think I've heard of it. Here we go. The Goa'uld Nirti sought advanced technology to help her create a Hoktar. Yes. What is a Hoktar? What is a Hoktar? Well, Hok is advanced, and Tar is a sort of slang. Tari, advanced human. Wow. Do I get one? You get a point. Woo! This is not for a bonus point. I got bonus points coming later if you need them. Understood. But uh, uh, for conversation's sake, what did Nirti want a Hoktar for? She wanted uh, telekinesis. She wanted mind reading. Um, she wanted she, she a wanted new to have host. a human around who could, a new host. There we go. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. A new host. Yep. All right. Very good. You're on the board. Thank you. 
Okay. And now I have a question for Ian. All right. Pressure's on. <laughs> All right, man. Your easy question. What new substance did Tonane's Salish people introduce to Stargate Command? Salish people, Tonani. Ah, that was uh, the silver, the Native American episode. Mm-hmm. Almost every series has one. Trinium? That's right. Give yourself yeah. a point. Next. Nice job. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Pressure's on, Darren. So I'm giving Darren a question then? Yes. All right, let's have it. All right. So I'll go with this one. I have, I have like several in each category. Uh, <laughs> just look at the draw here. Uh, O'Neill has the ancient database downloaded into his head twice using the Headsucker device. Who else used one of these devices? Who else used one of these devices? This is the thing that comes out of the wall and, and grabs your head and uses the beam of light to beam, in this case, the ancient library, into your brain. Bingo. Yes. So uh, we found this first. Jack had it in uh, the fifth race. Then we found it again in Lost City. And Daniel almost tried to take it, but yeah, Jack had tried. it there. Uh, the other time we see it is in the quest. And Merlin uses it, and then Daniel uses it. Ah, you're right. Merlin does. Yeah. I was only thinking Daniel, but there you go. Only one point. Only one. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> All right. Darren, question for Ian. We'll wait. Question for Ian. Question for Ian. Okay, Ian, here's uh, your easy question. Um, it's a little complicated, but I think you'll get there in time. Name an episode where the same character is played by two different actors. Now, let me qualify this. The same precise exact character. So not a clone of that character, not an alternate universe version of that character, but the actual same character. That's played by two different question? two different actors. Well, I could think of a bunch off the top of my head. So hopefully oh, okay. coming up with one of them is easy. Yeah, initially I was thinking uh one actor playing two different characters in the same episode, but it also applies to that episode which would be Holiday where Michello has the brain switching device. There you go. Oh, there you go. So, so the that's correct. The the episode is Holiday. Who uh, who were the 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 two different actors who play the same character there? Uh, the main ones were O'Neill and uh, Christopher Judge uh, Teal. Yeah. Yeah. So Chris and Rick both play Jack O'Neill in that episode, and they both played Teal in that episode. I was thinking um, Torment of Tantalus. Almost shaved the head. Torment of Tantalus. Two different actors playing the same character. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. One yeah. in the past, eh? Yeah. Darren, whenever you pull that up, you are bleached white. There. Yeah, it's, uh, now it's you're a very... Well, it's my uh, my trivia questions. Is okay, on a white, can you narrow that screen. screen a little bit to make you less look like the, the think, yeah. you know, the Michelin man? The, the proverbial ghost? <laughs> okay, how's that? Much better. All right, man. Okay, Ian, question right. for me. Here we go. Another easy oh, wait, one. wait, wait. We're, isn't that, uh, you know what, Summer? Let's Actually, let's... yeah, it's, it's a question for you. You're next. 
Yeah, right, right. But let's let's show uh, our scores. Yes, let's show our, our numbers here. Yeah. But we just started round two. Right. Correct. So, Darren, uh, right in front of you guys. Right in front of your face. There you go. There you go. That's like perfect. That. David won, Darren won, and Ian two. That okay. is correct. Yeah, so we're in the middle of round two. Yes, So, Ian, you have a question for me. All right. Uh, let's go with this one, since these easy questions are a little little technical, so don't want to go too easy on you. Uh, <laughs> name the four names of the ancients, including the ancients. So three more. The names of the ancients? Yeah, that they're called as like a, a species from time at various points throughout the series. Uh, well, I mean, the um, the not uh, the um, the 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 storybook in uh, Avalon 2 calls them the Altera. Yep. Um, ancients, obviously. Taylor's species call them the ancestors. Mm hmm. There's another one. Yes. One more from I'll give you a hint from Atlantis. That was a hard one, I think. I it think must so be too. On the medium now. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. This is an easy <laughs> question. An easy question, man. We're going well, down. One of the other ones was what does ZPM stand for? So. Oh my god. <laughs> Thought maybe that was too easy. <laughs> so the ancestors, the ancients, um, sort of sounds like the name of the spin-off series. I mean the Atlanteans? Um. Atlanteans, yeah. Atlanteans. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, they call themselves Lantean. That's right. The Wraith the Wraith introduced that in um yeah. uh, uh Defiant One. Defiant One. All right. Darren, you ready? Ready for you. Okay. All right, Darren. Summer, how are we doing? How do you think it's going? You're doing good. All You're right. doing good. <sighs> okay. Darren, uh, the last easy question for you. What did TJ's father teach her how to do when she was young? TJ's father. You're exposing my, uh, my SGU gaps in my knowledge. TJ's father? TJ's father. In the episode Time. Boy, it's been a while. TJ's father. Uh, I don't remember. I'm going to have to guess. Okay. I'm going to have to guess uh, uh, camping. Camping skills. Starting a fire. Okay. Uh, consensus, guys. There's three of us now. Should we allow stealing? S stealing? Mm -hmm. Such as... So can I give that stealing. to if Ian? If I ask Ian guess? and he gets it, can he get the point? I oh. think that that would be, make it interesting. I, yeah, I think so too. Okay, Summer, uh, Ian, Darren, what do you guys I, think? Regardless of whether or not I'm you know the it. question, Ian, do you think that that's that that's clever moving forward that we do that? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, or at least the other person gets a chance to guess, right? A chance to guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, I would say, thinking about that episode, I know she's in the cave with the, I don't remember the guy's name, unfortunately. I'm sure he did a fine performance. Eli? Uh, well, wasn't there... David Blue? Oh, no, I'm thinking of the other cave episode. Oh, uh, yeah, the, the hunt. The, the animal, yeah. Uh, okay, I was going to say set a bone because I was thinking of that episode, so, yeah. 
I don't. I'm not sure. All right, that was, that was my guess. <laughs> okay. Uh, her father. Hey, was what's a, the answer to your easy question her, here, Dave? Her father was a tailor. He taught her how uh, to sew. To sew. Did he go down to New Orleans, the land of the rising sun? I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So no answer, no steal that round. Ah. No answer, no steal. Okay. End of round two. Hold him up. David two, Darren one, and Ian two. All righty. It's beginning to get interesting. All right, we got a long way to go here. I know. Darren, you got a question for me. I got a question for you. Uh, we're moving into the medium questions now. Yep. The SGC strategically utilized the black hole near P3W451 at least twice. Yeah. After its discovery in season two is a matter of time. Name one of these. Uh, and because uh, I'm behind... Also name the other. <laughs> ah, <this is> <laughs> because the first one's easy. I know you don't even have to think about the first one. Uh, Vorash, son in um, uh, Exodus. Was right. Des- destroying the Vorash star. Destroying the Vorash star. Uh, in, uh, in the book series, it's a matter of honor uh, where it is utilized and the cost of honor. And then in season 10, it would be the Prometheus, the, the Prometheus, the uh, Pegasus Project. Was that P3W451? It wasn't? I don't know. That's... Okay, you want another one. All right. Um... Well, I put in oh. the question at least twice because I could think of two. That, you're probably right. Where it was actively used or where it was strategically given? Uh. Uh, how do I phrase this? Uh, strategically utilized. Okay, then that would be season five. That would be 2010. With the, um, uh, I wanted to say in Karen's, so that's wrong. The um, the Ashen, or Ashen, depending on what point in, in uh, no, I said 2010. I'm wrong. 2001. Yeah, yeah back up there. Get the title right. Yeah, 2001. 2001. That's the other Man, one I was, was thinking tricky. of. So what did they do with the Ashen? <laughs> Uh, the, they use the they black gave hole. them they gave them a list of stargates <laughs> <laughs> the first being a black hole here now that you have access to stargates here's a list of planets you might right to. exactly they get progressively darker <laughs> and jack said they get progressively darker after that there was a third episode planned in that trilogy do you remember that darren i do brad's talked about it judgment a, a few times judgment where the ashen come back and basically uh, put the planet Earth on trial for doing that to them because it had a, a devastating impact on their civilization. Didn't the Asgard uh, stand in as a judge? I don't remember if it was the Asgard, yeah, but they had to appeal to some sort of higher galactic authority. Yeah, I think that that would have been so cool. That would that, have been rad. That basic idea was used in um, in Atlantis in the last season uh, when the Pegasus Galaxy puts Atlantis... Uh, on trial yeah, yeah I, in inquisition I, I inquisition i just i did not care for that episode you know i think i think partly it was a clip show wasn't it it was a clip show and i think part of it was because they had actively s- stated that that it was taken from the bones of judgment and utilized in atlantis so i was like i wanted the other one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, I didn't, Ian, did I didn't you know hear that a connection there i did not that's that's new trivia for me summer did you I know didn't that either Absolutely not. That would have been absolutely an amazing episode to watch. I think so, too. All right. Uh, round. Th- are we still in round three? Let me see here. 
David no, I have a question for that? Ian. Yeah. But did you get a point for that, David, or two, I, one or two? I got one, and I don't think I wrote it, point. did I? Write it down. Uh, no, I don't think because you did. Because I had two before? Yes, that's yeah. correct. So now I've got three. Okay. There All right. Go. Ian. Okay. How did Ronan know about the Shrine of Talos? Uh, I believe that's uh, with the uh, second childhood episode, yes. correct? Okay. Uh, his grandfather went there as well. That's correct. You got it right. Excellent. Excellent. Give yourself a nice. point. All right. I owe him this. <laughs> it's like, really? Because you never seemed <laughs> yeah. to care for him before. It's like, you know, that's the, the relationships. They, they continue off screen. So in new and interesting ways. It's part of what makes it good. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. one of the things I love about Dow of Rodney is it gives Rodney a chance to be a little bit um, more um, soft with all of his I think, crewmates. I think we needed that in the shrine. We needed Ronan to show that he cared about McKay because they had that fantastic moment right. in Dow of Rodney. Right. Where Rodney hugs him and heals the scars on his back. Yeah. And then it's another season and a half of like, Adventures, just general adventures, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, McKay was so busy doing exposition. I mean, it's it's not a surprise that you know his his uh, non exposition time would have been limited to you know Shepard and you know Shepard was. I mean, it's arguably that Carson was his best friend. I would contend that Shepard was his best friend, but yeah, so <laughs> just. Yeah, they they had a really great relationship, and Rodney was so good at portraying. Or David Hewlett was so good at portraying all those layers. Yeah, that that he did from, you know, n- non caring and egotistical to that softer side. Exactly right. I agree. All right, Ian, for Darren. All right, all right. I've got several here. Uh, let's let's try uh, this one. Uh, name one episode from each show that has extended versions. Ooh, one episode from each show that has an extended cut of the episode. Right. right. Okay. Oh. Um, I thought about asking this as a question with respect to SG-1, because I know Threads has a longer version. First time Threads aired on Sci-Fi Channel, it aired as a 90-minute special. Um, that episode is not streaming online anywhere. You've got to own the DVDs. No right right there i got the pack i think it's off you got it back there oh yeah i got there there's my there's my oh yeah one box set right there i I see the uh the gate uh (laughs) those are those are the star trek films um okay so threads did it in sg1 now there's a lot of episodes that get a, a, a few seconds trimmed here or there for the syndication version but otherwise i believe in atlantis there's a longer version of rising and I don't know that I've seen it. I think it's on the Blu-ray release. But there is a you longer might, version of Rising. That is correct. You might be right about that. Yeah, okay. Slightly uh, that, that, right? I didn't have that one listed, but yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I'd have, to, I'd have to think about it to come up with another longer episode in Atlanta. So I'm curious what you have. As far as SGU goes, um, a longer cut of an SGU episode. I only recently discovered it myself. Gracious. That's not a title. <laughs> I got to get all three of these to get one point. Yep. <clears throat> it's towards the beginning of the series. 
<laughs> in other words, he's saying it should be easy for you. No, well, I, I, <laughs> he basically gave him the answer. <laughs> well, if I had to guess, I would probably start at the beginning of the series and guess. Uh, yeah, because I'm thinking through the episode guide. I'm thinking through the back half of season one and a cliffhanger and on into season two. I can't think of anything. It's got to be air. Yep. Yeah. That's what it was. That's what it was. Uh, for the other two Atlantis ones, uh, Enemy at the Gate and Vegas were both extended, at least on the DVD. Really? I did not know that. Isn't that interesting? They were. They had additional scenes that were not in the broadcast episode? Uh, I don't know if it was... I, I didn't see it in broadcast, so I, I don't know for sure, but uh, are you looking at the I do time know codes? that they're a few minutes longer on each. Got it. Interesting. Okay. There's marketing copy on some of those releases, like the I think the Blu-ray release uh, specifies Rising as a longer cut. I'm not sure about the others. Summer, is that the end of round three? I believe so. All right, stick them up. That was All a right. What do we got here? Hard-earned point. It was. <laughs> All right, we have David with three, Ian with. Three and Darren with a hard-earned two. <laughs> two of the two of the more difficult questions. Let's just admit. Oh God, that's funny. <laughs> that was that was tough. That was tough. Now, are we just in terms of format? Are we doing three questions in medium or just one question in medium? It was it was uh, two uh, uh, e- was it two easy, three medium, and three hard. Okay, All right. so we're just going down the list. That's my intent. Yeah. That's yeah. what and I'm then doing. at the end, uh, tiebreakers will be, um, or uh, so maybe some questions will get two points based on whatever Summer's thinking. Summer's basically God in this episode. Okay. So. Yes, hear me. <laughs> <laughs> is she an ancient or is she an ori? I'm a furling. <laughs> oh, she's an ascended furling. We finally meet them. <laughs> we are the furlings. <laughs> All right. Ian. Darren, okay. your question for Ian. My question for Ian. For Ian. Okay, Ian, this is a medium question. All right. It comes from Stargate Universe. So it should be no problem for you. Hopefully. Uh, a colony of Novans encountered by destiny, that's common descent, is led by a man named Yao Zhu, uh, played by August Schellenberg. For whom was Yao Zhu named? Or if you prefer, whose name did he share? I believe it was Camille Ray's relative, and I I feel like father might be too close, so I'm going to say grandfather. I don't remember precisely. Camille Ray's grandfather. Or maybe uncle? David, you want to step in and steal? It was her father's name. It was her father. <laughs> that's so close, man. So close. Oh. <laughs> One prefix away. All right, Ian. All right. Is that one for me? Yes, I do. Plug in, mouse. Hello, mouse. I give thee life again. I, I guess my previous medium question was maybe a little bonus medium. It was a little, a little too medium. Uh, <laughs> it was a little so too let's... medium. <laughs> That's medium funny. rare. Medium rare. I like that yeah. summer. That's good. Uh, let's go with uh, this one. Uh, okay. 
there is only one pilot of Earth ships, meaning the guy that's at the controls of, of Daedalus and uh, Odyssey, etc., uh, that appears in all three shows. What is the character's name? I know it. I'm just giving it a minute to to fans in the in the thread. And if you want to, if you want to show I'm off, I'm trying to think of it. Who who is he played by? Oh, for God's sake! That's sakes. not a bonus. That's just that's just show off. Okay, uh, it's Major Marks. Yes, is is Woo-hoo. in all three, and it's um. So we just lost actor Curry Moore, uh, uh, Kirby Morrow. May he rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he was Dave Kleinman. Uh, Marks is played. God's sakes. I don't know. I, off the top of my head. He's in uh, Arc of Truth. Yep. So. Yep. But who's the actor? Uh, it was Martin Christopher. Martin Christopher. Sorry, man. <laughs> we will have <laughs> him on. Christopher something. That's good. Yeah, give me a chance to steal because I need to get a point back. But I would not have come up with that. Yeah, got sure. it. Well, yeah, the core of the core of the question, obviously. If I don't know it, yeah. Did you give yourself a point? Oh yes, that is a point awarded to Mr. Reed. Oh, right. sorry. There you go. Ooh. Okay. All right. Point. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it may come in handy later on. All right, uh, Darren, you ready for my question? Ready. What does Ronald Greer discover stored in the Fallout bunker beneath the Novus Capital in Epilogue? He's surprised to find this 2,000 years later. In the bunk? Is this an extended cut again? Mm-mm. You guys with the SGU questions. Mm-hmm. So, Don't Russian you have any questions about the fifth race? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I'm I'm learning from last ex- right. previous experiences. Rush comes Ronald. in. Rush also discovers a special uh, material that they can use to replace that water, that terrible lime water on the ship. It's like it's like an insulating material, and they're they're sending all this stuff up to Destiny. And Greer discovers that this has survived human society for for 2000 uh years essentially for 2000 years so mm-hmm. it's something he recognizes and is probably significant to him that well, he finds I, it 2000 years later a comfort i think it would comfort. be more appropriate but yeah probably not c4 no no it's not a weapon <laughs> that would have been good though boy i cannot remember this scene I think you have your homework cut out for you for the next month, my friend. To I'm going to have to spend the next SGU month rewatching SGU. Yeah. For In sure. your defense, I, I don't remember this. You yeah, don't, Ian. Finding the foam. Yeah, I, <laughs> you don't I remember. I love Greer, too. He's an amazing character. <laughs> I'll give you both a hint. It's a food. A food from 2,000 years. Well, no, no, not preserved. from 2,000 years ago of our time, but... Yeah. Uh, oh, right. So, I mean, it's something I that see. we have here. So every time I come back from or go, or go to LA on the ten, I see it every time I go by. It's, there's a there's a, a billboard that cracks me up. In it, Twink- Twinkies. <laughs> no, guys, come on. So every time I drive, I drive on out on the ten. There's a sign for pretty good beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. This is yeah. a real product. Uh, well, I, it's the it's jerky, yeah. So, all right, sounds pretty good. 
So the answer is just beef jerky. Beef it's not jerky. that particular brand. Yeah. Beef jerky right. has okay. survived. Oh. Some animal they've they've cannibalized in um in the the Novus Galaxy. So, well, technically not cannibalization. Not cannibalized. But, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's well, that's fair. <laughs> well, dried. I mean, wouldn't it be something if it was human? If that's oh, something God. the Novans just never said. Yeah, the Novans like... are this awesome advanced <laughs> race of humans. Oh, and they're also cannibals. They're also cannibals. Yeah. They just oh, never man. mentioned that to the team. Like, you know what? Our ancestors would not appreciate us doing this. So let's just keep this one on the down low. And yeah. oh, yeah, all that meat yeah. that you uh, sent up to Destiny, that's yeah, human. <laughs> yeah, Brody probably started that. Brody started that in Futura. <laughs> and sold it, and sold it to the Novans? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. All right. Reminds me of uh, a Walking Dead episode, which is just horrific in its uh detail it of their cannibalization good. yeah Ugh. yeah that was uh, uh all right darren question for yes, me sir. question number five is right, Summer? To... I think yes, right that's yeah. correct all right is that okay so we've completed a, a round you did stick them up congratulations david you now have five points and you now have three points. And Darren, you still have your hard-earned two points. Ian, you're going to want to pull it back a little it's bit. It's still for the two, Darren. There you go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, it's still two. That's yeah. the nice thing about hash marks. It doesn't upside matter. down. It's, that's an 11. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Darren. Okay, ready for the next round? Okay. All right. Next round in progress. Uh I don't know. I'm going to spend more time on these next next month because um, now I think this is too easy for a brain like David's. That's what I David's, thought. I'm, I'm just going to ask you proper nouns from now on. Okay. <laughs> I did a lot uh, more proper nouns this time around. I wrote these last night when I was driving, and it's like, you know what? Yeah. Okay. Here's a medium question. Okay. Actress Jamie Ray Newman had a recurring role on Stargate Atlantis. Um, for full points, tell me not only who she played, but which episodes she appears in jamie ray newman i made it slightly harder in reading it is that amelia banks jamie is ray there newman. a steal i know the name that <clears throat> he already shook his head so i lost it jamie ray newman would you, would you like to go for a still ian Ian, do you know who it is? Uh, I, I'm with you. The name sounds super familiar. Maybe it's not uh, the episode. I'm terrible with episode names uh, where Rodney and the lieutenant get switched. No, that's not her. I can see her face, but I can't remember who she played. We're sorry. The answers you have chosen are, are incorrect. incorrect. Please try again. <laughs> I mean, I've already lost it. Is oh, yeah, Ian, you were right. Oh, was I? Mm-hmm. Did you just Google it? No, I just it just dawned on me because I remember now. Me. Yeah, no, I swear to God, I made it harder. I told you it was easy, and then I made it harder by not giving you the character's name. Right. Yeah, I can't remember the character's name. Yeah, it's of. Uh, um, it was correct. <laughs> yeah, she's, it's in trio, and it's um. And then later in, uh, um, no, subtract one from trio. What do you mean? Subtract one. Duet. Oh, duet. Subtract That's, one from yeah. trio and you get duet a duet. And, uh, uh, the episode like where the ZPM is an explosive and the ghoul, you know, did his thing. And that's, um, it's, a, I, I'm in, I'm in pieces over this. So, I mean, Rachel sings beyond the night. Yeah. And yeah. she's in that. Jamie mm. Ray Newman was supposed to be 
in uh, uh, Grace Under Pressure, and she was supposed to be the one on the other side of that door that closed it and died. Oh, she was. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. Oh, and wow. then they changed it. So they didn't want to kill her Ian, off. You can give yourself a point for that. Does that does that count, Darren? I don't. Uh, well, well, the full I mean, question is. I guess summer. Oh, there's a full question. I'm the sorry. The full question is: uh, Tell the, me who she played, yeah. and which episodes she appeared in. Ah, uh, so... what was her character name? I. Her character is Lieutenant Laura Cadman. Cadman. Cadman is okay. in Duet and Critical Mass. Jeez, we all suck. Critical Mass. That's it. <laughs> okay, no points this round. So all this right. is completely irrelevant, but I, I, um, I, this, I, I have my book here. This fell out of it. What is it? Uh, <laughs> awesome. That's from I, I, Yeah, uh, Yeah, I swear to God, I didn't have this plan. I was like, this thing just fell out. I guess David DeLuise wanted to make an that's appearance. That's David DeLuise. Oh, God, that's too funny. All right. Me, 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 me. <laughs> All right, Ian. Everyone, look at this five. picture of me with a famous person. Right, sure. exactly. I don't have mine close. I have a Simone Bailey picture. In front oh, of I did, did pull this out. Oh, wow. Pull, closer to the camera? Dude, that is so cool. Hey, awesome. I was... Uh, they did, I don't remember which episode it was, but in Toronto, which is yeah. like five hours away from Cleveland, uh, they had like a live showing and signing afterwards. And I literally almost ran into Robert Carlyle. I rounded a corner and he was doing an interview right there. And I was like, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Right. So. Did, did Carlyle sign it? No, no, he uh, wasn't doing the signing. Okay. That's too bad. But All it's right. Mo- it's most of them. It's still really cool. My fifth question is for Mr. Ian. <clears throat> On. This, it's not really a uh, I, my medium question sucked all right ian that last one was pretty tough well what happens to the sg1 marionettes when they arrive on teal's planet in 200 oh yeah this is an easy one uh the, the strings get cut when they go through the gate and uh <laughs> i don't remember exactly what they say they just like oh don't say anything <laughs> they just fall <laughs> over fall over give, just give yourself a point and teal starts all laughing. right Right. Did David? Do you know? Do you know if Chris did the voice for Marionette Teal'c? Oh, with the laughing? That's yeah. absolutely him. That is with all the oh, laughing. There's no reason why it wouldn't be, but I always thought it laugh. sounded. Yeah, it's, yeah, it didn't sound like him the first time I watched it. <laughs> David, are you out of focus? Me? I'm in focus. You look a little blurry to me. Focus, I am, David. I'm pretty clear. <laughs> okay. Oh, you guys are watching from a different camera. The camera that's broadcasting to everybody is in focus. So, okay. uh, I was wondering. You are, you so are correct. It, it is. It looks really good. Correct. On the yeah, I have two Very cameras. Yeah. I have two cameras on the top of my um, on the top of my monitor. That's how I Got pull it. it off. So I'm actually good. not looking at my guests. I'm looking at my audience. All right. You got to do an episode where you cover your setup. Uh, I people have been asking for that. They want to see the house and all the Stargate stuff, and we'll do it. So. All right, Ian. Okay. Number five for Darren. I'm asking a Darren question. Okay, since we're behind Darren, we got to look out for each other here <laughs> against the. Oh, uh, we're behind now? David Reed. Yeah, well, Jeez, you're more than behind than me, but. <laughs> you're looking to make up some ground here. Come on. You're more behind than me. Let's be All honest. Right. In the I episode, got, I... The Fifth Race. <laughs> uh, I've got an SG1 question for you with a bonus. Uh, in the SG-1 episode Camelot, the team is giving th- given three places that Arthur went after leaving Camelot. Oh, gosh. What are those three places? And for bonus, if you can either name the character 
well, for bonus, you have to name the character. I feel like the actor is pretty obvious, but yeah. The character who says those three names? Yeah. Oh, man. Boromir. This is... This is hardcore trivia right here. This is hard. Well, the, the three names I, for one point. Let's start with the three names. Yeah. Let's start with the three names. I was in the room when David asked this of Michael Shanks. <laughs> Good Michael recall. Shanks in the room where it happened. It's a gate con. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's maybe you gave him trivia. the Yeah, you might have given him the first, the first two, two and then and he, he pulled the last with... one right. out of his head. It was amazing. Wow. Uh, but yeah, you've got to have like a steel trap mind like Michael does. Uh, okay. They're not easy names either. But they're so fun. They're lyrical. Because <laughs> they're lyrical, but I'm going to get like one vowel wrong. <laughs> I'll give it to you for uh, a vowel I wrong. think that that's, yeah, one vowel Close wrong. Close enough. Okay. Because I want to say the first one is Castiana. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No incorrect vowels. Sahal. <laughs> And Vegan Bray. He's got him. <laughs> right down that one point. Point. And Gorgeous. then if you name the character, one more. And then uh, I feel Char- like the The character who says them? Yes. Uh, these are the places where Arthur and his knights went. Yep. So. I don't think that the dialogue came from Merlin. No. I think it came from Murek. Yes, it did. He's and John Noble's character. John Noble. Yes, yes. And Great uh, job. From, that's, so that's impressive. Two oh. That is. <laughs> and uh, I believe, yeah, I had to look that up for the, the, the character name. Uh, I just remember him saying, I am such and such leader of our village. Welcome to Camelot. I remember that whole yeah. spiel. But the, yeah, ma- the name was blank. Murek? Murik, M-E-U-R-I-K. That was John wow. uh, Noble's That's character. That's John Noble's character. I'm impressed. And yeah, I don't that's... know if his wife had a name on screen, but she was played by the Get in the Gate contest winner. That's exactly right. Yeah, Darren oh. has this, I've noticed he has this remarkable tendency. The longer he sits there, the more he's likely to come up with the answer in, in many respects. And the longer I sit here trying to think, the more I just bury myself in more thought. <laughs> so I know it's, it's been a lot of years, so I, I know that the, some of this stuff is in there. I just have to yeah. dig for it. That's a real talent. All right. Very Do good. Do not forget to give if yourself re- that hard-earned point. Yes. Thank okay. you, Summer. Mark it. Is there a I bonus point in there? If I recall correctly from the... He did. The, yeah. You got two. Yes. Oh, okay. There were two. If I recall from the uh, commentary, John Noble came up with the pronunciations of those because it just was in the script as these words, and uh, there was, you know, they'd never been said before. They wouldn't so. surprise me. Uh, Summer, that was the end of round five, right? It certainly was. All right, and they're given to Daniel. They're given to Daniel. Um, Michael knew them because because Daniel has them in a later episode. Darren, a little bit to your left. All right. There we go. Sweet. David with five, Ian with four, and Darren with four. All right. And they're coming around the back stretch. All right. Here we go. (laughs) Ian, you having a good time? Oh, yeah. That was a blast. Good hanging out. Glad you're here. This works great with three people. It does. And an omniscient furling. And an omniscient furling. <laughs> All right. That's me. Darren, question for Ian. Ian, I'm uh, I'm on into my hard questions here. Are we on hard? Yes. Or we have one more medium? Yeah, hard? Okay. Six, seven, hard. eight is hard. I need bum, to switch bum, my bum. background here. 
Ooh, you're ready for it. Uh, so the, uh, I, I, so oh, I, copyright. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> okay. Five seconds is fine. We'll see it for five okay. seconds. Uh, I'm very particular about that because I. Want but we all see, enjoyed it. Yeah, to be up for years and years. I don't want a, a later <laughs> regime at MGM to say ah. Mm. So they don't. Yeah. I don't want them to Simpsons us. Yes. Yeah. So. Okay. Here it is. SG One was captured by the bounty hunter Eris Bach and forced. Uh, who forced? I, I wrote this wrong. Erisbach uh, forced SG-1 to help him capture his quarry. Who was Erisbach hunting? And there's a bonus on this one. Yeah, because that's a trick question. It could be. It was Atoka. I know that. Mm -hmm. There's there's no way I'm going to get the name. Okay, so before we throw it over to David, let's say the, the question is, uh, what is the name of the, the, the character that he was hunting? And the bonus is by what other name did Eris Bach know him? So we got two big fat proper nouns here, Dave. Yeah, one, one is his actual, okay. Eris Bach did not know his actual name. So like many Tokra, they go, they disguise themselves. So there are two names here, either one of which can give you a point, at least one. Ian, you want to take a shot uh, at either of these names? Uh, I want to say it was like a Z name, like a Zarek, maybe. Okay, that's Battlestar. I'll give you a hint here. <laughs> both of them start with the letter K. Oh, uh, I was way off, although both obscure letters. Uh, <laughs> that's a matter of perspective. <laughs> uh, Caspian. That's a C, I think. I suppose it could be a K. I'm giving you guess. Or, uh, and then for the second name, let's say uh, (laughs) Kagan. Kagan, that is a Stargate name, isn't it? Isn't there a Kagan somewhere in Stargate? (sighs) Sooner or later, really familiar. You have to look it up on the Wikipedia. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to suggest new rules on the fly. I'm going to suggest that if you get a steal, you get to steal one and not. Not, two not both. Yeah. That, okay, that's fair. That you don't want me to get too far ahead. All right. Especially if you're ahead. <laughs> All right. According to Arisbach, his name was Keltar. Correct. But his actual name was Gora. I am Dokra. I am Gora of the Dokra. Ah. Beautiful, beautiful, David. You get a point. Thank you. For this with this and then that. Your bonus is that we're all very impressed by you. Oh, God. <laughs> and I don't know the correct name, but that was the uh, episode with the Tegmalaturon. With the little uh, ball that shot the lasers. Right? The yeah. tax. The tax. Takuna Tagaminaturon. Taka, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, during season three, there was a stint where they were having fun with gold names in this episode and in Rules of Engagement, so... Rules of engagement had the vacuum. The vacuum. Get the vacuum. Vacuum. Whatever. Get it. All right. Ian, question for moi. All right. Here we go. This is a hard question. Uh, this is one of my favorite shots in the entire series. Uh, which SG-1 episode has a steady cam shot that goes backwards up the spiral staircase, tracking along with Dr. Frazier and General Hammond as they walk up the stairs? And uh, since you're a, a wizard, 
who was the director of that episode as well. Dude, I don't even. So they go up the spiral staircase. Yes, they go from the the downstairs area. They actually come up the the stairs from the hall, and then the steady cam operator, who is a god as far as I'm concerned, uh, goes completely backwards up the spiral staircase, following along with them the whole time, and into the briefing room. Yep. So they were. They, so the actors were underneath him, following him up. Right. Yeah. So he's pointing down at them as they're going up the staircase. Yeah. I won't give a hint because it could be stolen. So. Ooh. Well, I mean, we had K's earlier for you, Mister Caspian. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Um, I feel like the only hints I can think of would totally give it away. So. Really? All right. Mm. Well, then, um, there were a lot of walk and talks with Frazier and Hammond. So there were a lot of them in um, uh, Window of Opportunity. I don't think this is it, though. Um, the only thing that I can, the only other one that I can think of is um, The Fifth Man. That's not it. That's not it. Then the, I don't know. Oh. The question was, it was a, a Hammond and Fraser walk and talk? Mm-hmm. Yes. And Ian, you're certain. The problem with like these types of questions is that you have to have watched every episode in detail to make sure that that shot is never duplicated with those <laughs> actors. So I'm going to trust that that's the case. So that is, that is true. I've never seen that shot except for once. And it took me a while to track down which episode it was. Okay, that's fair. Watched them all. Okay. The, the fact that it's a rare, unique shot is good enough for me. Yeah, you don't see those kind of trick moves very often. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know it. I feel like I can picture it in my head, but I would just have to guess at random episodes so it's, that uh, both characters are in. Just just before I give it away. Like, uh, I'm going to guess I'll, Foothold. Give... Foothold is my guess. Foothold. Okay. okay. So, okay. So, Ian, give us a hint now. Okay. Uh it's a teal centric episode. Forty eight hours. Avatar. No, Jan, it's not an Avatar. <laughs> and it's dead. <laughs> he said teal centric. It's my favorite teal episode. <laughs> it's a good one. Um, another hint. Uh, it wasn't forty eight hours. No, no. Oh. Uh, All right, Christopher okay. Judge had a role outside of acting in this episode. Was it the changeling? Oh. It was the okay. Change. I'm not going to take okay. it, but interesting. Okay. Directed All right. by Martin. Good to know. Yep. By, by who? It's around 34 Martin minutes. Woods. If you yeah. want to look it up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. Very cool. Or actually, Very 38 cool. minutes. Trivia. Right. 38 minutes. Interesting. Okay. 38. The uh, special time. Summer, how are how are the the fans doing with the with the questions? Oh, they're doing great. They okay. have a lot of very cool questions. Good. All right. Did anybody in the chat get that one right? I'm sorry. Did anybody in the um, chat get? No, I don't see that they did. That's a legitimately hard question. Good. Yeah, yeah. yeah we have learned today that Ian is good with hard questions. <laughs> oh my god! Oh god! All right. Um, where'd it go? My question. Last question in round six for Darren. Okay. The Daedalus's hyperdrive engine allowed for trips back and forth from Earth to Atlantis. How long? was the journey not talking augmented with zero point module 
Yeah, just Daedalus by itself. How long was the journey? Um, how exact do you want me to be? Because I've given this number in various contexts on GateWorld, and I usually round it off. Days. Okay, you want it in days. Uh, so when I round it off, I estimate that the round trip takes a little over a month. So I think one way, I think it's 17 days. Ian, do you want to steal? I was going to say 14 days. It's 18 days. 18, yes. Mm-hmm. 18. Ah, it's rough. Uh, all right. But it's a hard question, so okay. Stick them up. All right. End of round six, we have David with six points. Jeremy with, I'm sorry, Jeremy, Ian <laughs> with four. I saw his He's confusing the moderators. The yes, I'm sorry. Ian with four points and Darren with four points. Just keep in mind, I'm I'm recovering from a surgery and and I no, am you're a good. little bit medicated. <laughs> 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 Thus, my 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 quote was off a little earlier today. Uh, I'll be better next time. You're fine, Darren. Question for me. Question for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got uh, I got two hard questions left. Here's one of them. All right. Yeah, there's two questions. Everyone should have two questions left. Now we come to it, the great battle of our time. Uh, I'm going to give you the title of of the episode that we're talking about here because I was watching your recent uh, interview, fantastic interview with Rachel Luttrell. Thank you. Despite the the freeze frames. Yeah. uh, You couldn't come up with the episode title while you were talking to Rachel. So I'm going to give you a hard time about it here. The Atlantis fourth season episode, Missing. Yes. Saw Taylor and Dr. Keller on New Athos, where they ended up squaring off against what tribe of ruthless warriors? The Bolotai. describes, I haven't finished yet. <laughs> Minus one. <laughs> whom Taylor describes as, quote, beyond dangerous. The Bolokai. Bolokai is correct. With a fantastic guest star, um who did not get nearly enough screen time by the name of Danny Trejo. Yes. Tortuga, if anyone's a fan of Breaking Bad. Very good. What was Danny Trejo's character's name? I don't know. I'm going to give myself <laughs> one. What was yeah. his, You don't what need was any his, bonus points. Uh, 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 do, do you have the, the character's name written down? I do. Uh, Ian, do you want to try and steal it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just embarrass myself. <laughs> Ola of the Bolakai. No, his name was Omal. There's no way. Omal. No. Interesting. I'd love to have him on Dial the Gate, but it's such a minor role. Um, oh, but Danny Trejo. I know. I, I, I <laughs> That'd should, be a huge get. It would be a huge get. You know, it, everything I've heard is he's a wonderful human. He, his, he has an amazing life story to tell. That man has gone yeah. through some hard times. So And has come through if the fire. He's, if he's a Stargate fan. Wait, if he might he's like, a sci-fi just fan, like to do it. you know, yeah, I would love to talk with him. I'll, I'll um, mm-hmm. record a whole thing for him. All right. My question for Ian, number okay. seven. You ready, buddy? All right. I think so. In Descent, SG-1's Descent, what feat of endurance does the actor Corin Nemec achieve 
which does not technically make the final cut of the episode. What technical feat? What feat of endurance feat does Corin Nemec, the actor, achieve on film, which technically does not make the final episode? Episode Descent. Um, he well, does it. He yeah. does it, but the way that it's edited does not capture it. Yeah. Um. Is this the episode where uh, his mentor is going insane? Darren, should I answer that? I don't know. He's asking for hints. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, right, okay, enough, no. Enough. No, it is not. No, it's not? Okay. Well, there you well, go. Dang. Uh, <laughs> I'm having a hard... I, I can't remember this episode. Uh, I'm going to say, based on the title alone, <laughs> uh, that he is repelling. <laughs> That's good, though. I like that. Yes. Now I want to see that episode. (laughs) I wouldn't have minded seeing it either. You know? Just a whole whole episode of them repelling. Mm -hmm. I think I know which episode it is. On the rock face, yeah. Darren, I think it's your chance to steal. Uh, This is the episode where Corrin goes underwater because the Hatak is sinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his feat of endurance is uh, Corrin does does this whole long take where he's swimming underwater and interacting with the, the console and fixing the thing. He did the whole thing like a minute and a half underwater in one take. But I think the edit was uh, like one of the props fell. He dropped something. One, of, something fell one, out of, the, one of the crystals on came the out and they had to cut it. But Corrin achieved that entire sequence in one breath. Wow. Amazing. They had to cut. Isn't that cool, Summer? Yeah, he had, they had that, to cut yeah, away from cool. it. Yeah, they fix that in post these days. Yeah. Oh, I know. And that was, I mean, for us who were watching the show at that point, week to week, that was, I mean, like, Corin and the writers were selling the character to the viewers. Especially for the very first on. time. Yeah. Earlier, those first episodes in season six. Yeah, he had an unwinnable, you, an that, unwinnable battle. Yeah, he was in a, a terrible position. Um, uh, but when when he did that episode when he did that shot and then he comes back through the ring transporter with the water and the water all splashes out. <laughs> Great sequence. That's it. I was sold on Jonas at that point. Yeah. yeah Jonas awesome. definitely sells himself. He, he was an excellent replacement. If anybody, you know, could have done it, 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 it was Corin. There's a lot of people who disagree with you summer, but I mean, I, I, I applaud you for, for sticking your family I out did. there and saying that. I so. do. I like Corin. Um, I mean, if I couldn't have Daniel or if I couldn't have Shanks, you know, I, yeah. I think anybody that was put in that position was going to be heavily yeah. criticized. Yeah, I'm talking think... about Corin uh, as a replacement. I'm talking about Jonas as a replacement for Daniel. Oh, yes, so. Jonas. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, if Corrin anybody could have been. solid. Yep. Yes. All right. Jonas, I think, was written in such a way that he had to serve a story in a particular way. Because, right, Daniel is the exposition, figure things out character, at least on one side of the equation. Sam doing the science part, Daniel doing the mythology, archaeology, aliens part. And Jonas had to be the sort of character who could just step in and do that and Mm -hmm. do the exposition and move the plot. Yeah. If I had any criticism about the franchise, it's that um, when when Daniel was gone, uh, the 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 voice of balance and kind of. Well, the Jiminy Cricket aspect of of 
the the franchise, the conscience, had to, had to go to Corin. Um, and in Atlantis, that was supposed to be Weir. And mm. Weir was often sidestepped at the more critical points. At the end of season one, she is relieved. At the end of season three, she is relieved again. And, you know, these these moral issues that Daniel, Daniel, that Darren and I like to talk about on the podcast. In Atlantis, they would discuss them and then they would move on. It wouldn't really become a big part of the show. It would it would affect the plot in future episodes. You know, Atlantis caused these problems and now we have to deal with them. But they didn't really deal with the nuance of their actions until episodes like, is it Inquisition? Yeah, the consequences uh, yeah. of the things they've yeah. been doing is they're traipsing through the Pegasus galaxy, letting Wraith yeah. loose. The weight of right. it just never felt really yeah. impactful in Atlantis. The whole Michael storyline, especially. like Oh my God, yeah. Basically torture and yeah. uh <laughs> someone deserves someone deserved to go to prison in the pegasus galaxy over that oh like, definitely <laughs> yeah. I, it actually I, in my latest rewatch in the in the spring uh it actually bothered me how like casual and nonchalant shepherd was about it like he was gung-ho for it like yeah let's torture this guy i don't care yeah a little yeah that's an intense episode that could have been a two-parter in terms of sitting back and going is this the right thing to do you know, mm-hmm. and Atlantis often, you know, I, I had some conversations with some with with one particular writer about that once. And he said, David, that's just not the story I'm wanting to tell. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not into it for that. And I was like, OK, OK, you got you got to tell do the show that you want to tell. Yeah. So. And there were decisions made in the, in the writer's room and from the producers. And, and I don't know, for all we know, maybe even higher up mm-hmm. that Atlantis was a certain kind of show. And so it was going to tell certain kind of stories. And David and I have talked over the years about how we would have loved to see more time spent in Be All My Sins Remembered. With oh my God, yes. Talking about the consequences of, of committing genocide against the replicators. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah. right, it gets a line of dialogue or two. Like, mm-hmm. should we do this? And then they go and do it. Um, but can you that, commit genocide against a race of machines? That would yeah. have been a fantastic episode and hold an episode on a that. part one easily to yeah. to a two-parter and it's just not the show that Atlantis was and that's that's fine yep all right sorry for that tangent my bad all right did you give yourself a point Darren for that <laughs> oh did I ever <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right put Wonderful. them up put them back up all right let's see what we have we have David with seven Ian is that, you still have well okay four don't beat him up and yeah, Darren, you, you have five now. That's wonderful. So proud. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Darren, a question for Ian, your final question. All right. Hopefully okay. I'm back a little bit here. You can do this. Uh, you got for this. now, but that, that could change. True. Uh, my final hard question for Ian. What piece of technology inadvertently permitted extra dimensional parasites to enter our dimension, taking up residence in native wildlife and massacring the inhabitants of P9J333. What piece of technology? I, Assuming this is SG-1, uh, and I believe that's confirmed because P is SG-1. M was Pegasus, I believe. Right? Well, M was supposed to be Moon, but yes. Oh, okay. Uh, and then I don't remember the name of the device. That's what you're looking for though. Right. Yeah. Uh, I know it was the big cylinder thing with the crystals on it and they had the bug episode and they, 
Uh, no, no. This is the uh, uh, episode with the Jaffa, with the short staffs. Why can't I think of their name? Um, Why can't you? Pressure's on. <laughs> well, uh, I'll give you the title of the episode if it'll help, but I think you're close enough right now that it's probably not going to tell you much more. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Uh, so, Tom, the, what's the tribe? Episode is uh, uninvited. One of my favorite Nintendo games. Uh, it was the Sotan, right? That was the. No, that's the character name. Uh, I know it's an invisibility device that that shifts you into an alternate dimension, right? Uh, but I can't remember the name of the device. David and Summer, what do we think? I just knew it as a Sodan cloak. This is really close. Sodan. Yeah. So I mean, got... technically, I didn't have cloak, so we were you... looking for the name. I just described. Well, you described the entire function of the device. Exactly. Uh, and you identified <laughs> it with the Sotan is very close to Sodan. Yeah. I'm inclined to give you the point. Summer, what do you think? I, I deem it so, yes. <laughs> so Sodan, the Sodan will... cloaking device. Sotan is pretty darn close, man. <laughs> Excellent. Good job. And everything else, so yeah. All right, Ian, with five points now. Ian, question for me. All right, here we go. Okay. Uh, let's go with the hardest one that I have. Thanks, man. Harder than uh, a harder than a, a walk and talk in in Stargate. Okay, probably equally hard. <laughs> okay. This should be uh, okay. In SGA's Stargate Atlantis season two episode Trinity, there is a failed ancient experiment McKay thinks he can fix. This is a three part answer. What is the experiment? What is the name of the project? And what is the name of the planet? Okay. I have to get all of those? Wow. That it was hard. That's a medium question. Suddenly turned I, hard. I know this episode fairly well, but I the names? Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. It was Project Arcturus. Yep. Um, the device had a name? Uh, that was the name of the device. Uh, Arcturus. Yeah. No. They were trying, right. they were trying to substitute ZPMs by yeah, okay, creating another, another that. form of power. And the, the, the planet itself had a name. Yeah. That's the kicker. Or at least the system had a name. He blew up like three quarters of it. I know that. Yes. I mean, that's yes, debatable depending on who you're talking with. Either we're it's or not an exact science. And we were there for that shot when when Ronan and Taylor were walking back through the gate, oh. and it pans up to yeah, her we office. were we were there for that shot when Ronnie was getting oh. dressed down. Yep. Wow. By Weir. Yep. And they were I just see. kind of they were just kind of miming, and then in post it was uh, it was inserted. Oh. I don't know. I don't know the planet's name. All right. Uh, I feel like a steal would be inappropriate here since it's a three-part question. No, go ahead and, yeah, I, uh, I mean. Well, I, I think Darren, you should at you know least the, try. Yeah, do you know the name yeah, of the planet? I don't know if I'm going to have any any easier time coming up with the name of the planet or the system if it's not a an M or a P designation, if it actually has a name. At least those... according to the Stargate Omnipedia on GateWorld. Then that, yeah, then that would okay, be, be from sure you're the show. Using and, that one. Because, yeah, the wiki is wonderful, but it, it uses the books. And doesn't differentiate, so the story uh, doesn't. Okay, let's see. Every system name I'm coming up with is from SG1. Mm -hmm. There's a certain... It's not... Go ahead. 
I was going to say it's not the Hasara system. No, that's that's nah. uh, that's um, uh, uh, the Gould Mardi Gras. Correct. That's where the space the Gould space station was. Correct. Uh, in Trinity. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm not going to come up with it. I think it might start with an A. Uh, according to, and you know what? Actually, it might have been the wiki that I got it from. Uh, oh, boo! Sorry. Deronda. The Durandan sister. Durandan, that's right. But yeah, I do remember correct. that. I think right. Duranda is canon. Yeah. 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 That's right. You're actually asking this question of the two nerds who wrote that thing. <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> who wrote, yeah. Duranda. Oh, man. All right. Oh, yeah. That's a tough one. Great, great question. Darren, my question, my last question is for you. You ready, compadre? Okay. I'm ready. In Enemy at the Gate, McKay is shocked, shocked, I say, to learn that Beckett will be flying Atlantis. McKay remarks, you must have a higher CTA than I thought. What's the acronym? CTA? They actually gave that a name? Uh, I checked the transcript on GateWorld. <laughs> okay. Yeah, a higher CTA quotient. Uh, well, in my life, CTA stands for Chicago Transit Authority. <laughs> um, let's see. Definitely close. It's <laughs> not close. <laughs> <laughs> I had to look at it again. I was like, no, that's not close. <laughs> well, they started in season one. They started with ATA, right? Ancient Technology Activation. Uh, based on the the your genes, it's of the which, same ilk of those. Yeah, Beckett ended up developing early in season one, uh, spoofed the ancient gene. So a CTA. Control of technology day ancients. <laughs> it's not quite working with the order of the letters. That's as close as I'm going to get. I mean, it's, uh, a, it's a fair stab. I'll take a stab. All the pieces are there, I, Ian. All the pieces are there. You <laughs> You'll just have to put them in the really right order. it up now. for you. <laughs> I, I'm going to, because I, I was thinking ancient uh, technology activation gene as well. So I'm assuming. I forgot they gave it a new name. Yeah. I, I'm assuming the C refers to the chair because that's what flies Atlantis. So the chair technology activation gene. Uh, hang on just a second here. He lost the answer. No, I, I, I'm fumbling around. No, the, you have to have a higher C, CIA. Did I say CTA? Uh-huh. You did. Yes. You did. My God, I'm wrong. I, you my apologies. My apologies. Authority. I, I, <laughs> oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. CIA. My apologies. I'm wondering if the chat. I'm wondering if the chat picked that up. Summer has the chat chat already corrected us. Uh, I bet they have. CIA and share. Yes, they did. Okay. Uh, Kyle uh, Hubert says Chicago. (laughs) Chicago trans. Yeah, (laughs) it's not the answer. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So higher CIA. uh, Yeah. 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 Sorry. Uh, Chair chair interface activation. Ian, you want to take a stab? I'm trying to think of like a, a word like adept that's like it measures your score, right? Like, right. Uh, yeah, you're certainly hovering over the target. I, 
chair uh, chair initiation aptitude. You guys you combine our two so answers and right you probably and have so the right wrong. one. Chair <laughs> interface, aptitude. interface aptitude. That oh, was really close, oh, guys. Oh, All right. yes. I was yes. thinking interface. We had some funny um, uh, in, in the chat that were incorrect, but actually they did get that correct as who well. Who was the one who posted CIA? Um, it was Adro, chair interface aptitude. There we go. Is it aptitude or activate? Yeah, there aptitude. it is. Aptitude. Yep. Ad- Adro? Ad row, A-D-R-O-E. Congratulations, Ad row. Well done. Very good. All right, guys. So we are at the end of questions internally here. Right? Yes, I believe we are. Stick them up. All right. David with seven, Ian with five, and Darren with five. All right. Summer, uh, how many viable questions do we have based on your estimation? Um, We can do two or three rounds. Okay, let's let's shoot for three then. Okie doke. All right, and we'll go. We'll move left to right. So we'll start with me, and then Ian, and then Darren. All right. Well, um, I hate to tell you guys, but uh, these probably all fall into the medium category instead of easy. That's that's fine. All right. So uh, there might be one or two that are gimmies, but okay. The first question from John Forty Two Trivia. How much money did Colonel O'Neill owe General Hammond at the end of episode 1969? I specifically, that's not fair. (laughs) I specifically mentioned. You just looked this up? Two weeks ago, or last week, to not ask this question. (laughs) Number questions are rough. That's, uh, That's wrong, man. That's that's not wrong because I don't know it. Yeah, I know that it's eighteen days versus eighteen days. That's I, fair. But after this the is decimal, rough. it's fifty cents. I know that. That is absolutely correct. It's like five hundred and forforty-two dollars and fifty cents. Oh, so so close. Do you want to Anybody steal else? it? Uh, five hundred and forty-one dollars. <laughs> this is the price is right. <laughs> One dollar. Uh. <laughs> The price is wrong. Okay, it is $539.50. So I was off by three bucks. Yes. <laughs> that was very that's, close. That's cruel. I should I, I should have banned that question. But I went ahead and took it like a man. Ian, you're up. All right. Okay, this next question um, is from a few people in the chat. Um, let's see. Uh, and one of one of the questions that I would I would have wanted to ask, which is, what did O'Neill say to Carter after she used the ribbon device to kill Seth? <laughs> okay, I think I actually saw this one in the doc by accident, so I don't think that I should answer this one. Okay. Okay. Darren, the question is yeah. the question is yours. Then we'll come back to you. You can ask this to me because I'm not sure I know the answer. Um, it's been a while since I saw Seth. I've got like a couple, three lines of dialogue in my head. Um, what did Jack say to Sam after she, after she used, used the, the ribbon device yeah, to kill used, Seth, used the hand device on Seth. And he walks up and he says, uh, would you like a hint? No, that's not fair. The hint will <laughs> give it away. 
Yeah, yeah, that's It's pretty true. obvious. Well, it's I got a couple, three obvious things in my head. I don't know which one it is. So I'm going to guess uh, Jack says you did the right thing. Nope, sorry. Okay. Would you like to know the answer? I, I get to steal, Summer. Oh, you know what? David, would you like to steal? I would like to steal. <laughs> okay, David, I, I know you know this answer. That's why I'm giving you a hard time. <laughs> Go ahead. What is it? So... <laughs> Are you giving him the point? Hail Dorothy. That's correct. That is absolutely correct. I Hail forgot Dorothy. That. That's good. That's a good question. I, I believe the answer listed on the doc was all Hail Dorothy. No, he says Hail Dorothy. No, Hail no Dorothy. just just Hail Dorothy is from what I see. Good one, uh, guys. One of the show's many, many Wizard of Oz references. I'm sorry, David. I had to give you a hard time. No, that's on that all right. I, know I was like, come on, man. <laughs> After that last travesty. Jeez. All right. For All Ian. Right. Ian, let's see here. What did the team use to find the catacombs of Avalon? Uh, they were in the Odyssey, I suppose, and they used the rings. Yes, but specifically when they were searching for the catacombs. Oh, uh, ground penetrating radar. What what technology was it? That's very intelligent, Ian. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what technology was it? Uh, Asgard technology. Um, what do we think, guys? It's Asgard sensors. That actually is the Odyssey is not correct. Oh, I, di- I didn't ask the episode, um, and I wasn't sure of the episode. It just asked about the sensor. I was referring to the, the spaceship. The spaceship is wrong. in the Odyssey. Oh, ah, gotcha. Okay. Is, well, is the Prometheus still-, still around at that point? Right. Oh. I guess it gets destroyed at the uh, the season finale there, mm-hmm. season nine. No. no. Not the the, um, the Korolev gets destroyed. Prometheus blows yeah. up in Ethan. Right. The ground penetrating radar was pretty good. Yes. <laughs> yes. That was kind of a, a, a hard question. So All right. All right. Did, um, did the answer we... did your Summer, did your answer say Odyssey? No, it just said what what did the team use what to find use? the catacombs? Okay, so Asgard no one got it, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, um back to me. Yes. All right, David. Um, here's a good one for you from, and that was from Cam Wells, by the way, that okay. question. And this one is from Gate Gab. What is the <laughs> name? <laughs> what is the name of Senator Kinsey's dog? Try Oscar. Absolutely correct. All right. All right. Nice job. I was going to say Buster, knowing that it was wrong, because we just watched we just watched Star Trek Generations with my kids. Ah, uh, okay. And that it's... was Kirk's dog in the Nexus. Butler. Butler. Isn't that what I said? Buster. I said Buster. No. It's Butler? Yeah. Buster is Toy Story. You see how much I was paying attention? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that, that was Rick's dog. Butler. Yeah. Rick's dog appears in uh, season four and in 200. At the Alrighty. gate to Cheyenne Mountain Complex, which was actually the gate to Bridge Studios. Oh, yes. Yeah. Wow. You see the red girders, the red, um, like, over 
whatever in the reflection on the glass. Okay. Ian. And Ian, would you like to answer the next question? Me again already? It is. All right. Yeah, let's do it. I'll give it a shot. Uh, This is from Timber Septum. What are Eli and McKay arguing about in the hallway during the SGU episode seizure? This was actually a question uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. We had, we had this question. We had this question. Yeah. David, did you ask did me this you question? Really? No. The last time. I'm trying to figure out who did. But yeah, this this is this is come up. Would recently. you like me to would you like me to ask one in its place or Yeah. Let's let's do that because I know it's come okay. up on the show recently. Yeah. Okay, I can't think the of answer... where last trivia episode. Did but okay. Darren and I neither of us Darren, did you come up with that? No, but we did? must have got it from the chat last time and neither of us could come up with the answer. Oh, someone in the chat submitted that question. That's where it came from one month ago. Oh, yeah, gotcha. So that, that doesn't okay. count. Well, the answer just for the yeah. audience is whether or not the universe is expanding. Okay. 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 <laughs> All right. Let's replace solid that. Solid question. Yes. Very solid. All right. Let's replace that one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I need an easy one. <laughs> an easy one. Give him an Oscar uh, question. <laughs> Ooh. Um, okay. Here's one from Teresa McAllister. What was Jack O'Neill's son's name in the original movie? It was changed to Charlie from correct. Tyler, I believe. That's, yeah. Give it. That's absolutely correct. Give it to yourself. That's good. And it's not spoken in dialogue in the movie. No, no the books. Yeah, the books have tried to make it um, seamless by making it his middle name. So Tyler's right. middle name. Darren, this is from Planet TV. What is the point of origin for Atlantis on the Pegasus Stargate, and what is its position number? Oh my God. What is the what now? The point of origin for Atlantis. What is it called? Should I the draw it? Do I need yeah, to draw the draw dots? <laughs> See, it, it, apparently it has a name. It has a name. It has and a name. It, is and this a position canon? on the gate. Is this canon or is this I, from books? I'm yeah, not I, sure. I don't know about Let this. Let me check that right now. Let me ask the chat as well. Guys, do you know if this is canon or the books? The point of origin from Atlantis. What was the question? From Atlantis to Earth? Or just from Atlantis, Atlantis point of anytime it dials and it has a, a Pegasus gate. What kind of number? Yeah, I don't I don't know if this is on screen. This is so Well I... while they they deal with that, let's let's ask Darren another one. Okay, you got it. Let's let's throw that <laughs> let's piece of meat to the to the hounds. The chat. <laughs> yeah. I if don't know. The chat can you. come up with it. The chat gets a point. <laughs> the chat gets a point. <laughs> You're way behind, but you get a point. <laughs> okay. This is from Eva Lipinski. Or Lipinska. How many people were shown recording the message in letters from Pegasus? Oh, another number question. How many people were shown? Recording messages? Recording the messages. Not how many messages, because Elizabeth records like a few. Yeah. But how many people were shown in front of the camera recording? All right. This is Correct. rough. Um, you just have to go as, through them. 
far as I can recall, they did all the main cast. Uh, Ford was doing the recording, but I think he even did. He recorded his own message towards the end of the episode. So I don't think they left out any of the main cast. It would have been Ford and Weir and Rodney. I was at Rodney's very uh, well-known, fantastic message on leadership, <laughs> followed by a message to his sister. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I'm trying to remember if there was a shepherd one. That shepherd might have been left out. I don't remember a shepherd message, but um, obviously Taylor's not recording a message back to Earth. Carson. And then the question is, how many of the supporting characters did they bring in? Like the nurse, the doctors, random scientists. Boy, I'm going to have to ballpark this one. Because I don't remember a shepherd. Maybe you guys can tell me if you remember a shepherd recording. I'm going to say it was about seven, seven people. Because I think there okay. were a couple of extras beyond the main cast. Does anybody else want to take a guess on that? Uh, Ian, I'm going to toss this to you. So is seven is seven incorrect? That's correct. Seven is incorrect. Okay. <laughs> Ian, incorrect. I'll give it to you next. Uh, I mean, it it would be another guess because uh, the the ones he listed, I don't remember a Shepherd one either. Uh, but I do. I. I want to say, uh, I think his name was Grogan, the guy that died on the uh, space yeah. station. I think he was one of the people. Uh, I can think of two who were not on the main cast. Yeah. So, so there's five main cast, and if Shepard didn't do it, and two people did, uh, Taylor will say six. It. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Taylor. I'll still say six. David, do you have a different answer? Shepard recorded to Sumner's family. Mm-hmm. Ford, record, okay. Ford recorded to his his grandparents. His grandparents. Kavanaugh recorded to O'Neill. Kavanaugh, I forgot um, that. Uh, Rear recorded to everybody and their mother. <laughs> Beckett recorded to his uh, mother. Yeah. Um, Rodney. Rodney. Rec- Did you say Rodney already? No. <laughs> Rodney <laughs> recorded uh, leadership and to his sister. That adorable little uh, Japanese actress re- or sent a message home regarding her uh, her wonderful boss, Rodney McKay. Kasanji. Okay. That, I did not know that. Um, uh, Zelenka recorded uh, a message in Czech. Yeah, those were the two I was thinking of. I have eight. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Well, obviously not. That um, means you're wrong, David. <laughs> that means I'm wrong. Is, is that your final answer, David? And it, yes, it is my final answer, but it's it's got to be nine or ten then. So yeah, I it was just forgetting me. Kavanaugh, but obviously somebody else as well. Yeah, you guys did a phenomenal job naming everybody, but you missed Bates. I Bates. did miss Bates to his kid brother. Yes. That's yes. absolutely correct. Excellent. But you guys did a phenomenal job hearing. That's I a hard Kavanaugh question. I forgot Kavanaugh and Bates. Okay. Very, very hard question. So it was nine total then? I need that. <laughs> okay, so if you want to do this again, we got to decide if we're, do- if we're allowing number questions. Yes. Next time. Because <laughs> these are killing us. Yes. And, and the, I will tell you, the, the Stargate fandom is very smart crew. They definitely... Oh, yeah have some intelligent questions i'm and these are the easier ones all right <laughs> Jeez. we have um, we have 10 minutes 
Okay. Um, we have probably, let's see, one, let me count here, two, uh, three. We have exactly three questions left. Okay. One, two, well, three. I. No, I'm sorry. We have four. Okay. No, three, three. Okay. So we have one more round. Well, I, am, am I not at the beginning of, of round um, 10? I think I'm at the beginning of round 10. Yes. Okay. So Ian and Darren, and then that's it. All right. No, that was my question. That was your question? Yeah, I it stole. Was. Oh, that it, started it, with me. No, it, yeah, it is you, David. I'm sorry. I thought you meant, are you going at the beginning of round 10? So no, it's we you. are now on round yeah. 10. Correct. Last round. Sweet. Yes. Okay. Proceed. All right. Uh, David. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, in the episode 200, this is from Claire Burr. What are Vala's pitches, and in what order did she pitch them? <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> Wizard of Oz. Gilgan's Island. And she can sing. And what? She can sing. Hmm. She runs away. She says, I can sing. She chases after him. Her first pitch is Wizard of Oz. Her second pitch is, well, I mean, Farscape. You know, she did pitch the Farscape one. Mm-hmm. That, that is um, correct. But I'm not sure what order it came in. You absolutely got the order correct. It was Wizard of Oz, oh. Gilligan's Island, and then Farscape. Okay. You got it right. All right. I'll give myself that. Um, right. They, they well, got they, the Gilligan's Island one. Did she, <laughs> this you was got just that dialogue? from 48-hour reconnaissance mission. This was, <laughs> yeah. was, it, was it just dialogue? Yeah. They didn't do a Gilligan's Island scene, right? Correct. Right, right. Yeah. And then she All pitched right. that she can sing. Did the answer say, uh, I can sing? It does not. Okay. I think they were just referring to uh, shows. Okay. Well, she still offered um, to sing. <laughs> so, that could be a show. <laughs> Ian, yes, what's up? All right. All right. Ian. Last chance. <laughs> Who voiced the Unis in season one episode Thor's Hammer? Okay. Uh, I was going to say uh, the I, – I can't – his name is escaping me right now. I know him uh, – well, he plays. Uh, I would hope so. Fifth Man. Uh, he did all those all those characters. Um, the recurring guy, but it wasn't him. Um, at the time. No, Summer, no, Summer, can you can you re give the episode Deion name Jones. again? It is Thor's hammer. Season yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. He Season wasn't in that episode, um, but that's who I was thinking of, Dion Johnstone. But uh, I'm gonna go with Christopher Judge. Ooh. Would anybody like to Darren's, steal? Darren's going to have to steal it. All right, Darren. Um, believe it or not. <laughs> this guy. Believe it or not, that was James Earl Jones. Darren, you are my father. You are correct. <laughs> oh, whoa, correct. where did we go? All right. <laughs> I haven't heard that story. Dave, have you heard that story? What's that? From Brad or anybody about how they ended up with James Earl Jones. Doing, I haven't doing gotten that yet. I'm, I'm hoping to get that story pretty soon here. But yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Christopher Judge talked about how he met him once and 
he actually gave him a lot before uh, Stargate uh, gave him a lot of the inspiration for Teal'c. It's like the 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 less you do physically, the more specific you are physically. The more people may pay attention to you in the movements that you do make. And James Earl Jones gave him that note, which he then applied to Teal'c years, years later because they worked together nice. on a previous project. Anyway, all right, all right. This last question is for Darren. All right, Darren, I apologize. What did, this is from Akos Tomas Novaki. What is the difference between Nishta, Roshna, and Shakira? Okay. Okay. Uh, Nishta is a a gold mind control agent, which Seth uses on humans in his cult. Uh, can be counteracted with a jolt of electricity, like from a Zat gun. Uh, Roshna is something that Eris Box race consumed. I think the Gould used it to keep them under their foot. Um, so it has some sort of unspecified. Yeah, they can't take his race hmm. uh, And Shakira is a is a pop artist. <laughs> technically correct (laughs) but but so so i if that's not the right answer i was thinking it was a trick question um Uh, no is shakira actually actually in stargate canon and do you know uh, what it is no i don't know either summer what is it it is the name of the blade that Katesh has used to cut in half ball in continuum. That's chakra. chakra. That is a oh, chakra. I, oh, I'm sorry. It was spelled <laughs> incorrectly. I apologize. Okay. Darren See? gets it. Darren gets yeah, it. He said it. She, he got because it. Because he pronounced it correct. You got everything else correct, Darren. That's and perfect. I told you who Shakira was. I, I was I mean, right. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Shakira. Now I'm always gonna call that dang thing Shakira. Oh, geez, that's, that's funny. Just, All that's right, folks. Final tally. Stick them up. All right. Let's see what we have here. All right. Let's make sure you're honest with mine. Ian, back up here. a little bit. David, ten. Uh, Darren, that's correct. You have eight. No, I uh, Darren. I thought you had uh. Maybe. No, Darren, you had uh. Six, correct? Seven. Or is that five? you had uh, six? I just got right? a, I or just s- got a steal. Yeah, he got a steal. These and are then correct. I got, I got Shakira. So I've got ten, okay, Darren's correct. got seven, okay. and Ian's got six. That is correct. Pretty yes. solid stuff, people. Very nice. Good time. Good time. Wow. I have taken if we were passing around a championship belt, I have no. That was the serious belt. trivia. You have now it's claimed a little the belt? badge yeah. in the corner of your video. We need to have something that we can like mail well, to one another. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ian and I know that the real prize here is the friends that we made along the way. <laughs> the real prize is friendship. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's cute. Guys, this was terrific. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Summer. You're very welcome. Yes, Summer. It was very, very fun. Fantastic. I hope you're all And thank you, out. chat. Thanks, chat, for the questions. Yes, this was tremendous, guys. Exactly how I wanted it to go off. And hope you guys will stick around for David Nickel. Ian, tremendous to have you on. Thank you for having me. Summer. I, uh, I pulled out yes. a few there. You did indeed. <laughs> Out of where? Well, we'll leave that up to your imagination. All right. 
Darren, thank you again. Thank you. We'll have you guys. We'll have Darren. We'll have back in January. Uh, Ian, are you potentially interested in coming back? I'd be happy to. If you want to rotate, though, I, I do want to rotate out. Um, but yeah, so we will do it again, guys. Excellent. All right, I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you, Summer. Thank you, Ian. Thank you, Darren. Thank you. Y'all have a wonderful day. Bye, guys. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in to Dial the Gate for our trivia challenge. That was good. All right. So coming up at 3 p.m. Pacific time, we have Mr. David Nickel, who will be regaling us on Stargate Atlantis memories as Dr. Radek Zelenka. And perhaps from Arrow as well, if we have some Arrow fans in the crowd. Uh, we will be bringing him in in just uh, about 15 minutes or so here. So I got to go and grab him before we let you go. We have a sponsor dial. The gate has partnered with 3d tech pro for the month of December to give you a chance to get your very own desktop stargate and customized ancient keychain. to enter to win these items. You need to use a desktop or laptop computer and visit dialthegate.com. Scroll down to submit trivia questions. Your trivia may be used in a future episode of Dial the Gate, either for our monthly trivia night like we just did, or for a special guest to ask me in a round of trivia. There are three slots for trivia, one easy, one medium, and one hard. Only one needs to be filled in, but you're more than welcome to submit up to three. Please note the submission form does not currently work on mobile devices. Boo hiss, right? Your trivia must be received before January 1, 2021. If you're the lucky winner, I will be notifying you via your email right after the start of the new year to get your address and what word you want on the ancient keychain. And I did not announce. It just dawned on me. I did not announce the winner of the lovely uh, trivia that we have back here. And um, Linda, if you can hear me, I need to know what that is so that I can tell everybody. And I think I have the answer somewhere here. Man, this is really um, embarrassing because I had the I had the answer and then I lost it. Ah, yes, Teresa McAllister, you win this lovely trivia. So uh, I have your email address on file. I'll be reaching out to you. So you, the uh, the lovely concept art here from um, um, oh for Pete's sake, it was like uh, <laughs> after the trivia overload, man, Tin Man. Is the top one, and the bottom one is from the curse. So thank you so much, Teresa, and uh, good luck to December uh, applicants on the website. Maybe you'll win a Stargate desk for your desktop, or a little desktop Stargate rather, and a keychain as well. Next week, our guest lineup: Gary Jones's fan Q and A. We recorded a round of uh, fan questions and answers yesterday uh, with Gary Jones. Uh, he wanted to get to know some Stargate fans and tell their stories on the show. So Gary Jones will be hosting his first fan Q&A. Uh, it's pre-taped from yesterday, but that will be broadcasting Sunday, December the 13th at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Tune in live to submit your questions for Rick Worthy, who played Katano in Stargate SG-1 Season 5, on the same day, Sunday, December 13th at 1 p.m. Pacific time. And then at 3 p.m. Pacific time, we have Nareem himself and also Simon, but I didn't have enough room because it would have run into Rick there. Uh, Garwin Sanford will be joining us at 3 p.m. Pacific time on Sunday. Garwin is one of my favorite people. He is, he is a, an artist, uh, 
he's an amazing artist, and we're going to show off some of his work in addition to talking about Stargate and talking about uh, his career. That's all I believe I have for you now. Be sure to like and subscribe if you're enjoying the show, and stick around for David Nickel, who's coming up in just a moment. Thanks again to my moderating team, Jeremy, Ian, Tracy, Keith, Summer. You guys are the best. Thanks to Darren uh, for uh, his help in this episode. Big thanks to uh, Linda Gategaber Fury and Jen Kirby, my assistants. Guys, we'll see you on the other side. Dial the Gate is hosted and executive produced by David Reed. The producer is Darren Sumner, co produced by Linda Fury. The composer is Neil Acree. Animations by Bryce Ors. The production assistant is Jennifer Kirby. Moderators include Summer Roy, Keith O'Mell, Tracy Noller, Jeremy Heiner, Reese M., and Anthony Rowling. Logo design by Deborah J. Bell. Additional effects by Thomas Tots, with contributions by model makers Chris Baker, Stephen Barr, Kevin Zabo, and Tom Paris. The archivists are Linda Fury, Zachary Adams, and Fred Eric Marcoux. For general inquiries for submissions, please contact us at dialthegateshow at gmail.com. Visit our website for the upcoming schedule, as well as an archive of our past episodes, at dialthegate.com.